From Potomac Fund Management, this is the Conquer Risk Podcast. Join us as we discuss the business of running an RIA firm and the practice of investment management. And now, our hosts. Welcome to the Conquer Risk Podcast. My name is Manish Kata, and today I'm going at this alone for the first time, partly because everyone abandoned me, but also because I'm uh, pretty passionate about this subject and have been dealing with the ins and outs in this uh, for for 10 years probably. And that's proposal systems and risk scores, mainly proposal systems. You know, as a third-party money manager, it's important for advisors to have some sort of tool to go out there and present to clients in addition to fact sheets uh, because we are combining managers. So you have to be able to show that combination, um, get a risk score of some sort, uh, and then and then make that presentation. And you know, our journey started years ago, probably back in 2006, where you know Orion, our portfolio management system at the time and still today, uh, helped us deliver a, a custom proposal tool. Probably still my favorite one to date. It was simple and to the point, uh, and it allowed us to add our strategies together and to display performance graphs, whatever. And um, but as we grew and added more strategies, added different variations, we needed something more robust. So we kind of moved on to advisory world at the time. Uh, and good solution. I'm not going to throw any one company under the bus. Everyone has their pros and cons. Um, but it didn't work out for us. And we'll get to that in a second. Um, went to hidden levers. Um, that didn't work out. Went to riskalyze. That didn't work out. Um, used some custom things. We were pulling things from different data sources. Um, and ultimately, we, we came back to another solution um, uh, recently. And so I want to openly talk about you know what went wrong with these different firms. And I want to make one thing clear. It's not the firm that's the issue. Your proposal tool and how you gather risk, it's very dependent on how you see the world and how you run your business. It's easy to throw fintech under the bus, and I do it on a regular basis, but it's very hard to create a tool that hits every financial advisor because we are all different, we are all unique in the services we offer. And so that's how I want to start why we had so many issues trying to find a solution. We are a tactical third-party money manager. So one of the things that always comes up when we do these risk scores or when we do these integrations is since we're tactical, our holdings can change. You know, we can be invested on a Tuesday and the following week, you know, be in bonds. And so some of the tools, what they do is they'll, they'll get your risk score and they'll do it on the current holdings versus the stream of returns for your SMA. And that causes the problem because if you're investing in a conservative to moderate um, SMA strategy, for example, you know, your current holdings may not actually fit what the long-term risk profile of that product is. And so we ran into a lot of problems where someone would you know, get into a program that you know, is a conservative program, but for some reason, because we're positive on the market, it's holding more aggressive holdings, and the risk score would reflect that. And, and that caused uh, a lot of problems for us. Um, the other thing is we ran into a couple proposals that um, if you held a certain security at any time, uh, in the history, uh, you would be sort of penalized if that was an aggressive holding. So if you held something like you know, emerging markets or a leveraged S&P fund, whatever it may be, they took that into consideration as how they scored it. And I just think the early iterations of these proposal tools just didn't know how to handle tactical management. 
Uh, in fact, when we were talking to Riskalyze early on, they still have a video on their website highlighting one of our strategies because they made some changes on how to address tactical. And I give them credit because they, they listened uh, and, and they did make some changes. I just feel like overall the, the one key missing part is, is looking at return streams uh, versus just uh, the holdings itself. And so, you know, that, that caused a, a lot of problems for us. And, and the second part really was, you know, a lot of these scores are based on gross returns. And, and it's the dirty little secret that people need to know about. When you run an SMA strategy um, uh, risk score, for example, it's based on gross returns. And a lot of times the software will say you want to add net after the fact, you want to add a fee after the fact, but they're not going back and retroactively applying that to the risk score. They're just kind of adding line items in. And I see why. It's, it's hard to go back in and, and make that calculation custom for everyone, but it, it's important because you're, you're delivering uh, these proposals and they need to be net of the fees. Um, and, and that caused uh, a lot of problems for us because uh, you know, it's important for us as a money manager to make sure that's delivered properly. Um, and lastly, what was an issue was workflow. Um, if you're an advisor, you can sign up with a proposal tool, integrate it with your custodian, and probably launch something, open an account, be done with it. But because we're a TAMP, you know, our advisors are not affiliated with us. So it, there was a lot of kind of dancing around how to make sure an unaffiliated advisor can run a proposal in our system and somehow still get to the custodian. It just didn't work. Uh, and, and the more I talked to competing TAMPs and other folks out there, there was a reason why they had to come up with their own custom solution to be able to handle this. And, and that's frankly what, what we ultimately kind of had to go down that path. And so to talk about what works for us, um, you know, we're big on max drawdown. And so in order to have a zero to 99 score, and there's a, couple, there's a bunch of companies that do that, I think the majority of the companies do that. It just didn't fit for us because if I'm sitting down in front of a client or an advisor and I, you know, what's a score 72? I don't really know how to explain that. Like I understand there's, there's back-end data about 5% probability and all that stuff, but on its surface, I don't know what it means. It's great marketing and it, it obviously tells an effective story. I'm just not sure from our perspective what that actually means. And for us, max drawdown is what tells the story. Um, it, it, you can't hide from it. If you have an investment that incurred a max drawdown, it's tattooed on that investment's history uh, until obviously it violates it again. Uh, uh, but there's no ambiguity. It, it, it is a max drawdown and that's what happened in the past. And so our focus was around that. The second part was being able to combine different SMAs uh, and being able to do that net. Uh, and, and that was a bigger struggle than, than we initially uh, thought about. Uh, and, and because they're just these companies aren't necessarily um, set up for that. Uh, lastly, we, we needed something that could work into our workflow, uh, which is, like I said, an unaffiliated advisor opening a proposal and then launching an account. Um, and then we also needed the customization ability to go in there and, and, and make changes on the fly. Uh, there's always been issues with how much control uh, the, the fintech companies want to give you. And I get it. It's hard to develop these tools and, and make everything super customizable. So a lot of times you, you are going to have to enter these enterprise deals um, to, to have those customizations and, and pay more, frankly. Um, but ultimately what we decided on was um, going back to hidden levers. Uh, 
we loved using hidden levers before because of their focus on max drawdown. Uh, and then, you know, when we were looking for this tool, recently they added the Morningstar SMAs, um, the ability to upload return streams if you have any custom SMAs, and it was just really appealing because they had the score based on max drawdown, the Morningstar capabilities, uh, and the ability to also report everything net. Uh, and with the, the recent purchase from Orion, who's still our back office provider, uh, there's just going to be a lot of synergies there for us to be able to... Um, uh, to have a, a really clean workflow. Now look, it's not perfect, right? Uh, some of the stress testing I like, some of the stress testing I think is silly uh, and, and more marketing, but that's okay, there, there, there is no perfect solution. That's what everyone needs to uh, make sure they understand. Um, and so it, it worked for us in the context of what we were trying to roll out. Um, and, and that's what we've um, we've decided to go with here uh, in the in, in the next couple months as we plan this rollout. But essentially, that that is going to be our proposal tool. Um, the, the second big part about hidden levers that we loved is the ability to do custom timeframes. When we do our OCIO stuff to to roll out to advisors in terms of you know testing the combination of managers, you can't just look back on a ten year period or an inception period you really need to see how this combination performed in different market cycles. Coming in to a bear market or out of a bear market, how did this combination perform? Because that, in essence, is the value add of making sure you don't have four managers that do the exact same thing in every market. And so that was a huge thing for us, is being able to get in there, combine the managers, and do the custom time frame. Uh, and, and I think it's, it's going to be huge for advisors to be able to tell that story. And so... You know, I, I think it's uh, it's important to recognize that uh, not all of uh, every single risk tolerance system has their issues. It really comes down to what you're doing as a business, what your advisory practice looks like, how you are presenting risk, and how you are presenting proposals, um, and, and that should drive your decision making. And so, I think we finally found a solution, and, and we're happy to partner with them now, or Ryan Company. Um, and, and continue marching down. So that's what I have today to quickly give you a recap of what we've gone through and you know what we're going to roll out here in the near future. Um, I guess I'll do a recommendation since I'm talking to myself here, but I'm going to tee up the next, uh, maybe the next podcast or the next couple of releases here where you know, we uh, partnered with Vestwell uh, to, for our own 401k. Um, long story short, we've grown so much in terms of employees, and the old 401k we had was, was very janky. There was, there was no automation behind it. Um, there was a lot of work done by me every time an employee would onboard or leave. And so I was adamant about finding a solution that was automated, payroll, uh, automation into the 401k, um, and then also still had the ability to offer our investments as well as some other model portfolios. And so, so far the onboarding has been phenomenal. It's been a really great experience. Uh, and so more to come. We're going to do some more news around it, and then I'll give a real review after we've been with them for a couple months. But definitely recommend looking at them. I think their onboarding has been uh, really telling about the kind of company they are, uh, very attentive and very tech forward. So that's all I have today. Smash that like button. Make sure to subscribe and forward and leave reviews. Uh, the YouTube channel is really blowing up again, and, and we appreciate all of your support. If you're a client, we appreciate your business. 
Thank you very much. All opinions expressed by podcast guests are solely their own and do not reflect the opinions of Potomac Fund Management. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Potomac Fund Management may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.